What is up, everybody? We're back. We are not dead. <laughs> I might be. Seth is, and our voices are. So we want to apologize beforehand because our voices really suck today. Out of all the days to come back and start recording again. After like a month and a half. After like months. a month and a half. So this is what, so before we start, I want to, I want to, I wouldn't say apologize, but I would want to explain what happened. We have a bunch of crap, I have a bunch of crap going on, like school, I started a, a job, and I have 16 units, which was a mistake, by the way. For everybody who wants to go to college, never take 16 units, and having both, and then having eight of those units be online don't ever do that ever again. I will not do that again. But anyways, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that squeaking is. I <laughs> oh hope yeah, our, our uh, yeah our our uh, our desk is really squeaky. But also, um, so during that time, also I've also like, uh, I wouldn't say I was falling out of magic, but I would say I was playing less. Oh, I definitely was. And Seth was playing less as well. I have not played a PPTQ this season. <laughs> And it's standard. Yeah. That's that's how crazy uh, things are right now. But we want... So we're going to talk about that um, throughout the show. Right now, we're t- we're, we're drinking this ginger ale beer. Uh, I wouldn't call it beer. It's not... I, yeah, you're... It's not. <laughs> it's ginger apple ale. I saw this at the store. It said the word ginger ale, and I just disregarded everything else. It's okay, but I wouldn't buy it again. Five out of ten. That's a solid five out of ten. Soft six and a half. So, <clears throat> so yeah. In the meantime, I've also been uh, playing other games. Uh, I've been looking into getting now. Like what I want to let people know is like I'm not quitting anytime soon. Magic. You just don't do that. You're never going to do that. As much as you want to do, uh, you know, quit Magic one of these days. It's always going to creep around. There's always a new set. With awesome cards. Ooh, look at the shiny card. It looks oh, look awesome. At that new fo- oh, look. Look. What if. Look how awesome that card is going to look foil. They always get you. Wizards knows what they're doing. They're going to get you. So. I'm not going to. I'm not saying that I'm quitting magic. But I am, you know, moving magic aside for, you know, for other games as well. Like I'm playing. uh I was playing X-Wing for a bit. I was playing a Star Wars Destiny. It's a fun game, but I wouldn't say it's it's as good as Magic. It's just something different, and that's pretty much what I've been doing. Well, I mean, that's like comparing apples to oranges. You know, you just don't do it. <laughs> I wasn't I was being serious. No, no, you're you know, ser- no, no, no. I know you're serious, but uh, but yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good comparison to that. Don't compare apples to oranges. But at the same time, like I do have a limited time of like entertainment time and i want to make sure that the time that i do playing games are you know that i use them you know wisely because you don't have that much time and it feel i felt like with magic <clears throat> i was devoting too much time to like having good decks and trying to be really good in order to have fun and i'm just like you know what i want to take a break and, and do something else but now we're back and we there's and but that doesn't mean i haven't like not followed magic there's a lot of things to to go over since our last uh Episode and the first thing we want to talk about is the Invitational. Was that SCG? Yep. So Atlanta, Atlanta, Hotlanta. So it was Fuck a, it was a modern Invitational. Uh, standard modern. Oh, standard modern Invitational. Um, so Seth's that, going to talk about that and and tell us what the meta game looked like then, because it's kind of different now. 
Um, I it was kind of different. Like yeah. if you slide in, uh, like green, red X aether work Marvel, then you're you know just fixing the meta. Uh, yeah. There are still green, black delirium, blue, white flash, some sort of vehicle deck. Like Jim Davis was playing a uh, Esper Agro, he called it, which was just like blue, white flash, but with artifacts. Gotcha. Minus uh, Reflector Mage, I think. It was kind of interesting to watch. I don't know. I didn't like it too much, but he got third, so, you know, what do I know? <laughs> he got third, so, I mean... Clearly, he, I don't know Clearly, about he game. was doing something uh, right, but... He also was playing Delver, right? In yeah, he was playing <clears throat> so, Grixis Delver. He was playing uh, Kevin Jones' list, I believe, all 75, so... Sweet. <clears throat> um, that deck... nice having that teammate. Yeah... I'm sorry. I'm I'm not that kind of teammate, Seth. I would probably never play the same 75 as you anyways, so it's all good. <laughs> no. I think I think if we played the same deck, the same type of deck, our 75 would be maybe at most 85% the same. Probably and like 150% like played differently. And 100 yeah, 150% differently. Uh I would play it a lot better than you. So at uh, Invitational, huh? <laughs> Just kidding. So at the Invitational, um, <clears throat> Jim Davis. I'm gonna talk about a little bit about him. He's been in part of the the SCG scene for a while now. He's been writing uh, articles. He's been trying to get you know better and up up there in terms of like. I, I, when was the uh, was he the the SCG champion last year? Yeah, or? he was the player champ last year. He yeah. kind of like flew under, like people knew who exactly. he was, but he flew he under flew the radar. Under, yeah. And then won the player championship. Yeah. Came back this year with uh, making his team, the metagame gurus. Yeah. With uh, the Jessup brothers and um, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. They're disgusting. I don't think they're actually allowed to play modern anymore in any tournaments because... It's not... A win. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. Uh, and I think three of them are playing in the Players' Championships in two weeks. So... Yep. yep. Kudos. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're the A team in terms of, like, the CG. They're the A team, the B team, and the C team. And the C... Yeah. They like, pretty no much, one comes close they to They pretty much, like, Don't care. cross all... Yeah. They pretty much cross one, two, and three. So... <clears throat> so, anyways... So that was an invitational. Um, we want to go with what just happened uh, last weekend. So, um, well, that was this last weekend. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And also, what was going on this last weekend was uh, GP Denver. Um, Damien actually was there. He did. He did okay. He did say that he was uh, misplaying a lot, but whatever. We all do it. But he did. He did uh, decent. Um, GP Denver looks uh, in terms of the top eight. It looked a little different in terms of meta, right? Than what we were expecting. Yeah, I actually expected to just not watch the tournament at all. I did not I, follow the tournament at all. I figured it was going to be Blue White Flash and Green yep. Black Delirium. And I figured that would be it. Like, I knew a lot of people that were going up there with, uh, like I said, Red Green X of Aetherwork mm-hmm. Marvel. But I was like, eh, whatever. They'll, like, they beat the Green Black deck easily and they usually beat Blue White Flash, but they can follow to Mardu Agro. So. Now, now, my question is, did the red-green decks, did they just go over the top of the green-black and that's what happened? Yeah, turn four Emrakul. Yes. So people were like, oops, forgot. That's a thing. 
Yeah, yeah I wouldn't say forgot, but like they were. I bet they <coughs> spent most of their time plus play testing the mirror and blue white flash. Um, yeah, unless they were playing online this week online on Moto, gotcha. it was just filled with red green marble. Gotcha. So. And speaking of red green marble, it was four out of the like top eight decks in GP Madrid. So, so it there's a like resurgence. Pretty. Yep. Almost work certain. Back. LSV said it was the best deck of the format right now. So, yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm not gonna. You know what? I, I what do I know? Because I haven't played standard in like. Well, I played a standard last week for FNM and the Saturday showdown. The didn't standard you, showdown. Didn't you drop out of FNM? I dropped that out of, out of three rounds. Yeah. Okay. After three rounds. You're like, what, one, two? I was one, two. Hmm. We're not talking about that right now, Seth. We're I, talking about I was GP. just curious because I could have sworn that you said you were better than me. So, <laughs> all right. You weren't going to let that live down, right? Or you weren't going to let that go. Not for now, not never. No, no, never. But anyways, like, yeah, so so I think standard right now, uh, I, I, I read a tweet from like uh, Reduke uh, that he actually like standard right now that the 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 different types of play um like that occurs at standard that the pros and and the people who are really competitive they they really like where standards at i think most people when they evaluate a format they say okay what is um how many types of decks can you play and they forget like how the game actually plays out and for a lot of pros they actually like how standard games are playing out even though for the most part people think there are only two or three decks at the moment so um i don't know how true that is but i i've heard from you know reed and i think owen as well said that as well um and then you have lsv saying you know what red green aetherworks is probably the best because it just goes over the top of everybody and there's nothing that can really go under it really fast unless seth makes a mono white humans deck again out of nowhere and bust that it's not out of nowhere i have a list <laughs> he has it like i might play it on sunday <laughs> by the way tier one games this sunday december uh mm-hmm. was it december 11th we are uh, tier one games is having uh pptq and it's i think it's at 12 o'clock right Something like that. Don't go by what we say. Please visit their uh, website or their Facebook page. You'll say all the details there. But it's going to be standard. Um, and I think what Seth is really, really excited about is because it's regionals the same day. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't queue for regionals. And since Seth didn't queue for regionals because, I don't know, he dropped the ball, I guess. No, I decided to play Scape Shift when I didn't know the deck. Yeah. You don't do that, Seth. You yeah, just... I do. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Don't worry about it. Nonetheless, I didn't queue for it. Yeah. I At the moment, I'm not able to go to the last chance qualifier on Saturday. Nope. So I'll be playing on Sunday. At Tier at, 1. At Tier 1. For the PBTQ with the other guys that are or, or other other people trying to make it as well other guys and people what what was the actual word you were going to use because you, you know you wanted to say it the, the other it starts with an s oh oh what we were saying earlier oh the other scrubs yeah because clearly we're not good <laughs> enough to make like regionals or anything in southern california <laughs> mind you it's like i'm 
Let's be honest. Southern California is hardest, tough. It's tough. The the hardest region to get uh, into regionals. Yes. Uh, let's be honest. I mean, I'm not trying to make excuses for you, Seth, because that's <laughs> no, that that's because <laughs> it's not in my best interest to do so. But to be honest, this this area is tough. No, like, when you walk into a room at a PPTQ and there's 55 players and 55 of them could win the event. Yes. It's not like some <laughs> it's not some dude who just decided to play like two months ago and be like, okay, I'm ready and let's do this PPTQ. It's not like some of the PPTQs <clears throat> I've seen where or seen people like talk about where it's like twenty nine players and someone at the caliber of like Jim Davis is playing yes, the event. Yes, so I like, okay, cool, <clears throat> awesome guys. I'm gonna be honest with myself. The only the two or no, the three times that I've top eight a PBTQ was because of those those scenarios. Is because it felt like only like less than half the people had the actual chance to be in the top eight. It had Probably. nothing to do. It had nothing to do with anything else. I I'll be on. I'll even be honest with myself. I got lucky. I went to like a PBTQ up north where there was like twenty four, and I'm just and I looked around and like. Me plus the other guys from Channel Fireball Game Center, uh, or like I think we're the only ones who are going to go through, and we ended up sitting at the draft table, being like, "Yeah, we're all here." So it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So, <coughs> so I'm I'm going to be rooting for Seth, but um, I don't know what he's going to play. So I think he's going to he's going to come in. I don't in. even know what I'm going to play. Yeah, he doesn't even know, but. Um, I'm gonna roll some dice. On, hope- uh, I can't say roll dice because some judge is gonna listen to this and DQ me. Oh, uh, I'm going to randomly choose there what deck I'm playing there on Sunday as I'm rolling my eyes <clears throat> into the back of my head. <laughs> so it should be fun. Um, I I think like like I said before, I think Seth will ultimately one day win a PBTQ and go to a regional. And it will be in SoCal. For what it's worth, I still think that's possible. If if I queued for a regional, I might go to another place to do it because you're not region locked. No, you're not region locked. You're right. I I don't know how but scummy it, it that would be, is. It would feel awesome to go to regionals in SoCal and win the regionals in SoCal, and it's just like. It just makes you that more confident going to a pro tour. Being sure. Like, no, no, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it just, it raises the stakes even higher. It'd be like, you know what? I made it through SoCal and you know what? I'm here at the pro tour. I think, I think I got a shot. You're not just there because, you know, just for chance you, you want a regional at some random area. But yeah. Anyways. So, <clears throat> um, so lately, we have also been uh, we have also been given some Aethervolt spoilers. Now, with Aethervolt, it comes out uh, January twentieth, but there is a couple of, I of love cards. that you're calling it Aethervolt. I'm you're sorry, just putting the words together. <laughs> Aethervolt, Aether <laughs> revolting of the Aethers. Hold on, let me drink this a little bit. Hold on. You good? No. Yeah, I'm just gonna no. blame it on the ginger ale. Yeah, sure. Blame it on. Okay, so it's. Um, I think it's pronounced Ether Revolt. Okay. It's actually pronounced Ether Revolt. And we've gotten a couple spoilers. Um, I think the big hyped one at first was Yeheni's expertise. Now, I think it's bonkers. Seth thinks it's eh, okay. 
Now, let me read off what this card says. This is 8B. What's that? It, it's a B. It's a, also, okay. I didn't mean to do the it's A, B, B oh, thing, okay, but okay. that was pretty cool. <laughs> I give it an A minus. He gives it a B. Yehani's expertise is a black sorcery for two colorless and two black. All creatures get minus three, minus three until the end of turn. You may cast a card with a converted mana cost three or less from your hand without paying its mana cost. I've read that like three times since you've been sitting down here, and I still don't know why you gave it a B. Not even a B plus. Like at least give it a B plus, and I'd be like, okay, you have a higher grade like standard of cards. I give it an A minus. What's a B plus? Eighty nine percent. A B plus is like eighty eight to not eighty eighty eight to eighty nine point. Okay, whatever point one percent under it. Is that right? <laughs> sure. So. The fact that you can clear the board, and this is where we kind of like disagree in like clearing the board. <laughs> the fact that you can clear a bunch of small dudes and cast your three mana spell, oh, I don't know, Liliana, with nothing on the board and have her uptick. I think that's pretty powerful. Now, so go ahead, Seth. Tell me why I'm wrong. Okay. Smuggler's Copter. The new Kieran Hart thing. Cultivator's Caravan. Okay, I play all any of those. Your thing doesn't kill it. Your, your three mana or whatever minus three minus three thing doesn't kill those because they're artifacts. And then the next turn, I just play another creature and then I kill whatever. If you play Liliana, I'm going to kill it. No, you're not. No, you're not. Because if you're going to okay. play something, it has to be Heart of Kirin. Because uptaking Liliana would have been four, and Smuggler's Copter's co- Copter would not be enough to kill it on its. You're turn. you're also assuming I'm dumb enough to activate Smuggler's Copter on your turn. No, 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 no. On, say say I clear the board, and then okay. it's your turn with Liliana at four. You play a one-one. You crew it with you crew a I Smuggler's can do Copter. The Paula. I can have always watching. All right, I, I got have, your point. All right, we got your okay. point. All right, I get it. I'm giving it an A minus. That's it. Okay. And I understand. I under, but I do understand 9. why you're giving it a B. Like, right below B plus. Vehicles, because of vehicles, and is it is a thing because uh, I think Seth uh, was it Seth or uh, Matt Rivera? Uh, Severa? Yeah, he won. GP he Denver. won GP Denver with a uh, Mardu vehicle. So and then Ben Hole. <laughs> sorry, Ben Hole was playing. Uh, Red white vehicles, the uh, Reduke version gotcha. from uh, the Pro Tour. Gotcha. It's like two cards different. Gotcha. So, yeah. So it's gonna be uh It's it's vehicles are gonna be a thing from here for another. Was it? We still got two years. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks, Watsy. Yeah. Thanks, Watsy. Hey, it doesn't it makes me feel better about keeping these cards? But at the Wait, same time. Did, did we record an episode after they made that announcement? Yes, we did. Did we? Yeah. I don't remember. I, I remember. No, I do remember because I was very upset about it. Yeah, you were super upset about it. And like Seth was like, uh, this is not okay. Or, I actually woke you up with that news, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think my response was, fuck Watson. Yeah, that literally, I should have Snapchat, like, like snapshot that thing, but he literally said that. But anyways, the, the next card is Heart of Kirin. Now, this is a new vehicle. It's a two-drop. Flying Vigilance, C- Crew 3. 
Legendary artifact. Legendary. And here's why. Because it's a 4-4. Flying, vigilance, 4-4 for two. And you may remove a loyalty counter from a planeswalker you control rather than pay Heart of Kieran's crew cost. What? What is this? I don't... We weren't supposed to do this. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? We weren't supposed to do a lot of things. <laughs> We're not supposed to take away loyalty counters just for the sake of it and activate something else. That's not okay. But apparently, what do I know? They printed, they're going to print this card and we're going to have to deal with it. Buy your Nissas. Yep. That's the first thing I thought about too, is get your Nissas. I think someone online said, uh, what do they say, uh, Tibble? Okay, please. <laughs> like, please. guys, I love Tibble, but holy crap, that card is not good anywhere. It's not going to be good in here. It's not going to be good with Hard and Kirin. It's just not. It's just a dumb, fun card that you should get foil because it's funny. And that's it. Anyways, so Ether Revolt is, uh, is yeah, it's coming next, next month. Um, I'm looking forward to a new limited environment. I'm not saying that I'm over Kaladesh, but I think I've drafted it enough. I've drafted the crap out of it when it was released and then I slowly stopped dra- drafting a, a little bit. Um I think uh I think I am over it by now but um Kaladesh is still, you know, it's still one of the best ones I've ever played. But um I'm looking forward to what Ether Revolt's going to do and uh and uh this new this new mechanic called uh improvise. Um do you want to do you want to read that? What improvises? No, not at all. Because it makes zero sense. I'm gonna call a judge. We're gonna, yeah. you're gonna have judge calls, especially for people who like. Let's. I know there's there's actually a lot of people, and, and I I I don't think people realize this is that there are a lot of players who play Magic pretty much only around pre-release time and release time, and then they'll be like, "All right, this was cool," and then they. Don't come back to Magic until the next release comes out. And so when they come and they read, improvise. And so, do you want to read that? Let me turn my yeah. head real quick. Uh, your artifacts can help cast a spell. Each artifact you tap after you've done your activating mana abilities pays for one colorless. I don't even... English. We've read that like five times and we still are like, huh? you've done activating your mana abilities so maybe it's just paying the black and then the x can be artifacts yes but the mm-hmm. fact that it says each artifact you tap after you've done you're done activating mana abilities pays for one colorless so essentially you can tap you can have an artifact like I guess and and I'm gonna be probably wrong on this, but essentially you can have an artifact generate mana and then if it didn't tap, you can still tap it for mana. Cause it's like each artifact you tap after you're done activating mana abilities. So you're I guess you could do that. Huh. Or you can also or 
maybe you could just pay the black and then pay the artifacts. I don't know. We're going to look forward to this errata that they're going to change because it's going to happen. Before, like, the before pre-release. Yeah, before pre-release. So, interesting wording. Uh, I always had the impression that Watsi always tried really, really hard to make sure their cards are not difficult to understand and read because, um, the, you know, they know that the, mo- the more streamlined the language is on cards, the better it is to understand what they actually do. And so in this case, it's just like, uh, what? So maybe we were spoiled this whole time with how well they've been written. But in this case, I don't know. It's kind of weird. So. Yeah. Again, fuck Watsi. Yeah. Even though we give them money yeah. all the time. Yeah. Even though we're ma- we're we're giving them money, and we're promoting their game while doing this uh, for free, yeah, for free. All right, they got me. <laughs> Fuck capitalism. <laughs> this isn't even capitalism because if capitalism, if this was capitalism, we'd be getting paid for this. But we're not even getting paid for this. Anyways, we just do this for the for for the love of the game, right? Right, right, Seth. Yeah. Anyways, uh, next <laughs> next topic. <laughs> Because uh, I think I think uh, overall Ether Revolt looks great, but the improvise mechanic is it's gonna need to be explained a little bit better than what the text on the cards are. So next topic, and it's probably gonna be the best topic Seth is gonna talk all day about. He's got so many uh, opinions about this, but uh, one of the one of the reasons why Haruyuya decided to have a great Grand Prix and have a, you know, a, a Grand Prix with so many perks is that they will also want to promote something that they were kind of hoping catches on. And that's with the Frontier format. Now, if you don't know what MTG Frontier is, it's basically just M, uh, it's just uh, Magic Set uh, 2015 uh, till, you know, now. It's not going to be a rotating format like a, like Standard is. Um, it's basically a, just another line on the sand saying, okay, we're going to stop right here. Just like how Modern said, we're going to stop at 8th uh, edition because that's when we changed the, the borders of the cards. Well, M2015 uh, was the same thing where they changed the borders of the cards. So <laughs> one of the reasons they decided to, uh, to do this is because card availability for Modern has gotten kind of ridiculous as of late. Um, it is a little pricey it's gotten to the point where it's i wouldn't say it's like legacy but it's getting to that point where people are like groaning and saying hey you know this is way too much to invest in a format even though it doesn't rotate and i want to make that clear that if you invest in modern you've invested in modern it won't rotate and if it's not broken chances are you're going to be able to play that for you know for as long as the format is is a is a supported (coughs) so um but it looks like as of late, uh, Watsi is kind of treating modern like legacy, where they're kind of like, eh, we care about it, but we don't really care about it. We want to really, really push standard. And that's why uh, Watsi's been doing this standard showdown. And uh, they really want you to, you know, they really want players to play standard, even though standard right now is kind of like a eh for some people. And so people are playing modern. But there's also a gap. You got the people who can get into standard but it's not as fun because it's too you know probably too hyper competitive and like there's only like two decks and then you have modern where you can have any deck just about you know you can build 
uh, just about anything, but it's really, really expensive to get in. So someone said, you know what? How about we make another format where uh, the cards are a lot easier to get and it doesn't rotate and it uh, it rewards uh, you know deck brewing. So Hyrulea decided to make this format. Now, in the short time that it's been alive, it's now the number one uh, format in Japan. Now, Seth says that's cool, but it's kind of irrelevant because of the way they market. So tell me how they market this format. So, well, I mean, I don't know how they're marketing it now, but having like the major tournament organizer of Japan backing it, it's usually pretty good. It'd be like Channel Fireball here. They're like, hey guys, we're going to back this format. Yeah. Uh, from what I remember, uh, I believe reading on Reddit, they had a tournament that first place was something like a case of each yep. set from the Frontier format, so M15 forward. Yeah. You got a case of everything. That's 10 cases, right? About uh, 11? 11. So you got uh, you got M15, and then you got uh, the whole cons block, which is four, then you got Origins five, and then you got the the six that were or the six that were about to be on so you're right you're it was 10 so it's going to be 11 right now but they got 10 yeah so there's like first place gets that <laughs> second place gets something along those lines yeah it, it was insane prize support yeah so yeah but it looks like the the country likes it and they like hey this is kind of cool <laughs> and and uh mtg goldfish they actually release uh, a meta page where you can look at all the decks that are currently, you know, uh, that are succeeding in the format. And like, it gets, it's getting this hype that I think Modern first got when it was, re- when it was first uh, uh, recognized by Watsi and actually approved as an official format. And then th- during that day, they'll be like, you know what? Extended is dead and they killed it off. And then they changed the Pro Tour Philadelphia, which is back in 20, uh, 2011. They could change the the format from extended to modern like within like two weeks before the, the, the tournament. Spicy. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> People were actually super interested and they wanted to see how the format... Well, they realized that giving uh, pros two weeks with a brand new format is still broken and they found some really stupid broken things. <laughs> <laughs> not surprised. Yeah, not surprised. But I mean, like, I'm sure there's stupid, broken things. It's just yeah, we just need to find it, and there um, needs to be an incentive to break it. But right now, it's just a, it's just a player, uh, it's a community created format, and uh, it's tiny leaders. It's what? You you don't know tiny leaders? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, what you, it, it's tiny leaders. Everyone's all hyped up on it. Oh yeah, yeah. So and then in two months, it's gonna be done, and no one's gonna care. Because You're claiming that right now? Yeah, because everyone's talking. The, the big talk right now is cast Dig Through Time end of turn. After it's resolved, Torrential Gear Hulk it. Do it again. Take your turn. And then they're going to ban Dig Through Time like they did every other fucking format. It's good Dig Through Time was like broken. Come on. It, I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying everyone... That, that's the big hype. Like, okay, cool, yeah. awesome. Congratulations. But Let they me still tell you about how much a- I don't care. What would their... Oh, well, there's a bunch of win conditions, but... Um, so, here's my opinion on Frontier Format, because... Uh, by the way, before I say this, like, there, there is a tournament in SoCal for Frontier this week. Is it this week? I don't know. 
It is this week. Uh, it's on the 10th. Okay, so the same day as the last chance qualifier. <laughs> but those people don't care about like player-created formats. It's the other people. It's the people who are like, I want to try new things. I want to try a new <laughs> format for Magic. It, no, it's the people that are like playing Commander because... Exactly, that's what I just said. <laughs> they, whatever. Um, so at a uh, Sky High, let me pull this up. At Sky High, they're going to be uh, having a Frontier uh, tournament, Magic Frontier. It's going to be on Saturday, December 10th at 6 p.m., um, it's just a $5 entry fee, so... Uh, oh, so for everyone that scrubs out of the last chance qualifier, I guess that makes sense. Yes, so it's 6 o'clock, so the scrubs can play something different and fun and not feel bad about what just happened. Sure. You'll join us. Anyways... Uh, I won't because I'm working. Oh, yeah, you are. Sorry. But here's my opinion on it. I'm reserved. I don't have an opinion on it because... It sounds interesting, but I need to see it and play it to really say anything about it. It's the same thing I said about Tiny Leaders and the same thing that I said about Modern. I'm like, you know what? I just need to play it and we'll see. Modern worked out. Tiny Leaders didn't. We'll see where this goes. Sure. Still not interested. You're not interested at all. No. <laughs> well, is it because of Siege Rhino? Is it Siege Rhino, Dig Through Time, Treasure Cruise? Is it those that'd be like, you know what? That's no, you know what I think it is more than anything? What is it? Fetchlands. You hate Fetchlands? I'm okay with them in Modern because people know what they're doing in Modern. People aren't going to invest in a deck and not know what the fuck they're doing with it. But for this, because you're getting the cheap Fetchlands, it's like, oh, I can spend you know the $10, $15 on each one and then not know what I'm doing at all. I, I played for the year and a half of the cons fetchlands where I sat across from an opponent with just wanting to gouge my eyes out because they couldn't figure out which land to fetch. Okay. So I don't know if it's just like I don't want to play with bad players. Okay. I'll give you that because I the idea of fetchlands in general... I actually don't like because it's in real life on Moto's different because of the shuffling, like a bunch of shuffling that you involve. And I just, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Like 40% of matches go to time. Exactly. Exactly. And in Moto, when you're doing fetches and you're doing all these crazy stuff, like it just does it all by, you know, by itself on its own. You mulligan, it just mulligans right there. Then there you fetch, it just does it right there. But fetch lands in general, I'm not a big fan of. But I think that you can't you can't just say I'm going to not like a format just because you feel like bad players are going to use fetches. <laughs> no, I can because it's a fact. So you're you're bashing on the player base, not the actual format. <laughs> It's not going to make me want to play it. Okay. It's the same. It's not. Okay. It's not the same exact reason, but it's like reason I don't like playing commander. It's because of the player base. What? Why do you play magic? Or or what? What is the goal of playing magic when you sit down across from your opponent? It used to be beating the living snot out of them. 
It well in the rule book it, it says you win the game by getting your opponent to zero life. I believe something like that, right? No, no, that 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 makes yeah. That makes okay, sense. so in Commander, I don't like playing it because the player base goes. But why are you going to attack me? That's not cool. You should attack him first. I won't hit but you. But that's back. part of the game. No, it's not. Where where? Okay, you know what? <laughs> Next time I go to a Grand Prix, I'm gonna say, "Hey, dude." It's all right. The guy I co-host the podcast with said I could do this. Don't attack me this turn, and I won't attack you next turn. That's part of the game. What... It's the politics. There's no. Po- it's like the point of the point that the judges first started Commander is to have more social interactive games, and so that's literally what what it was born out of. It was born out of those social interactions that didn't involve the actual board of the game. It was more like talking and just hanging out. Like, Commander is not a game where... Like, playing RPGs, tabletop RPGs, it's not to win. It's not to beat anyone. It's a scenario that you have to overcome, obviously. But you're not specifically beating people up. In Commander, you have that feeling of like let's create something as a as together. But at the end of the day, someone's gonna someone's gonna have to win. And then when that someone wins, the other X amount of players are. Well, you're just playing with the wrong group. I don't think everyone's like that. Ninety-five percent. Okay, you've had a really bad group of players to play against with. Sure. Because <laughs> I don't feel like 95% of Commander players are going to complain if they lose something, a game. I don't know what Commander players you're playing with. Because <laughs> I swear, every time I've sat down to play a game of Commander, at least one person gets up from that table but hurt that someone swung at them. Oh, that's something different. That's something much deeper than just the game of Magic. That's that's like a you know that's psychological that's like philosophy type but I, sure. by the time but for me like if I'm playing a game of commander it's about like the experience of the game and then like sure beating someone is is kind of secondary whereas if I'm playing standard modern you know these actual sanctioned formats yeah my my whole like purpose is to beat the other player or the other deck or so forth outplay the other person. So, when it comes to Frontier, I think it just feels like, it feels like Extended. It just, it basically is Extended. And people hate it Extended. And so, the fact that there's some people that are like, hey, this is fun, I want to try this out. It's like, wait, wait, didn't you hate Extended? And this is basically what it is? And so, it's kind of like, it feels like the whole community is back and forth. Now, Frontier, like, let's say there's a small group, well, small, but significant group of players in like our area that really wants to play frontier same thing like with commander now you're going to have like the legacy players modern players frontier players standard players commander players and they're going to be i wouldn't i hope not but they're going to be exclusive to those formats and you're not going to fire anything it feels like yeah which is why watsy should focus on something like standard or exactly exactly so as much as I like player or community created formats like Frontier, at the end of the day, I wish there was a better standard and I wish that modern wasn't as expensive. Even though it's not, in my opinion, 
not as expensive if you consider it like a hobby and if you consider it something you like to do i don't think modern is crazy expensive especially what you get and for how long you get to play it but for you know for a lot of people it is in a lot of places in other countries where card availability is really tough they're like yeah it's hard to get these cards so we'll see i'm reserved on my opinion but we'll see yeah whatever so but overall, like, I think we can agree standard needs to change. And I think GP Denver was a, was a pretty good sign that's kind of like... It was a start, back. and yeah. I'm sure Aether Revolt is going to help a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really actually... Yeah, I'm really glad. That's also part of what I'm glad with Aether Revolt is that, yeah, sure, we get another limited format that I'm really excited about. But also, like, the fact that we get to uh, change standard a bit. Because right now, like... If you go to standard showdowns on Saturdays, it's just not popping. <laughs> no, because people it's like, just aren't excited about the format. People so. are not excited about the format. And it's, you know, it's unfortunate. But like I've said, but I think I've said it before, is that there always needs to be, like, the best deck, like, in standard. It's going to happen. You have a relatively smaller card pool than any other format. And you have a bunch of people trying to break it and have incentive to break it. There's going to be like a best deck, and it's either you play it or you try to play something that beats it. But you can't cover. I'd say you can't cover all the areas and say, "Oh, it's going to be the best format because it's so diverse or whatnot." Because at like a couple, let's say like a month or a month and a half after release of a new set. The, the format's going to be established and it is what it is and we just got to play it or deal with it until the next set is released. But I think even standard right now, it's not as bad as when Cobblade was here. It's not as bad as... I still think it's not as bad as, as Abzan currently. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, we've only, been deal- we've only been dealing with it for... Three months. I would rather play Two against. Months? I would rather play against uh, Black Green Delirium or White uh, Blue White Flash than playing against Bank Company. I'll agree with that, and I'll agree with almost like every other re- or like comparison you can make. It still doesn't change the fact that I don't want to play against it. You're right because it's You're boring. Right. You're right. It is a like. W- well, first of all. What makes it boring for you? It <laughs> it's literally just playing against the same thing all the time. Gotcha. There's yeah. Like if I go <laughs> to a modern event, I can play against yeah, like twenty different decks. Yeah, like it fe- it feels like every round is a new opponent. Yeah, yeah, except for the times you know I get paired up against like Zoo seven rounds in a row, <laughs> but like shit happens. In that's rare though. Sorry. Yeah, but like it seems like in standard. God, it's always it's like, you're either gonna get blue white flash. Delirium, or vehicles. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's like literally the three decks. And in GP Vegas, we had what four Aetherworks? Denver, Vegas. Uh, de- I'm sorry. Uh, wh- whatever. The GP Denver. Uh, the four out of eight was Madrid. <coughs> the four of okay, so the four out of eight Madrid was half the top eight was an Aetherworks deck. So eh, every place I guess has a different meta, but um, it's true that standard, even though. There's like two or three decks. It's still... People still don't want to play it. And so they need to right. change that. So. 
Anyways, so Seth is going to be going on a trip. Where are you going, Seth? I'm going to Canada. When is that again? Uh, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. That is... Three weeks from now. Oh, that's like still two and a half weeks. So we'll be recording again next week. Um, Seth's going to the PBT this Sunday. I'm going to the Frontier Tournament this Saturday. We're going to give us our thoughts on both. I'm hoping that the next time we have this podcast, we're going to talk about your 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 invitation to regionals. That would be nice because then I don't have to worry about magic for another like two months. See, here's the, I'm glad you brought that up because here's the thing I have about pro players, especially the people in the Hall of Fame. Now, you are well-deserved in the Hall of Fame. The fact that you got so good at magic, which I believe is like the hardest thing to do, is to be considered good at this game because this game trolls the living crap out of your life is that is that they literally don't have to worry about magic (laughs) until every pro tour or so yeah it must be nice it's nice and how many pro tours are there four 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 a year so at four like four times a year they'll be like you know what four times a year you get to go take a vacation to go play a card game yeah. And it's paid for. Okay, okay. that's cool. Yeah. Must be nice. While you're over here slaving away, it <laughs> feels like on a on a weekly basis. Daily. But anyways, next time we come here, we want to talk about Seth, how he beat people up with a bunch of white dudes. Mono white humans. That's what I meant. Sure. <laughs> that sounded weird. I know. When I thought about it, I'm just like, I'm just going to say, fuck it. YOLO. YOLO. But we're going to talk about how he blitzed a bunch of, you know, Aetherworks and, and Blackwing deliver, Delirium decks and how he beat the other scrubs to be the number one scrub on, on Sunday. And he's going to be on, in the regionals for the next season. So we're going to talk about that. I'm going to be talking about how awesome or horrible Frontier is. And you're going to get an insight uh, peek at that because it's it's going to be either one. I can't find, I can't see this being a format where it's like, oh, I'm in the middle. It's going to be either, this format's actually fun, this more format is horrible. I just don't see it being in the middle on this one. So, anyways, so that's it for this week. We will see you guys next week. And uh, this is Bert, and I'm signing out. This is Seth. See you later.